T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, back to the Morning Roast with Bonte and Shasky. Spadoni and Lubman in for Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky here on the Morning Roast. 888-957-9570. That's the number to call or text if you would like to get involved in the program. We appreciate you for just getting up, getting ready for work, getting ready to relax. If you're just chilling for an early riser. Appreciate you joining us here. You can also hit us up on Twitch and YouTube. Just search 95.7 The Game. Like and subscribe there. We're streaming all day. And we got Warriors action tonight. Warriors taking on the Miami Heat starting at 7 o'clock. Again, your home for Golden State Warriors basketball all season long. 95-7 the game. Warriors live starting at 6. Uh, Grandy? Thumbs up. Grandy, Warriors live? Yeah. All right. Cool. Mark Grandy. The Grandy man can. Again, because he mixes it with love and makes the world taste good. Love me some Willy Wonka. And I'm, uh, I, I honestly, I haven't seen the Willy Wonka like in like twenty plus years. Is Willy Wonka like. having a good year? Oh, Gene Gene Wilder is always having a good year. R.I.P. Gene Wilder, the great Gene Wilder, Young Frankenstein, amongst others. Um, and we are talking about good years and bad years. We started off with a guy who might be having the worst year, and that's Russell Wilson. His image taking a massive, massive hit. And I was talking to the Big Boss Man, you know, in between the break. I was like, "Who's having a worse year this year? Is it Russell Wilson? Is it Draymond Green?" And he was like, "Hey, listen, he." <laughs> Kind of brought this upon himself being a bad teammate, Russell Wilson. I mean, if you just go back to the Marshawn Lynch sound, how he talked about his quarterback wouldn't even give out his own number to his players. So I was like, hey, I get it. I still kind of feel bad for the guy's image getting taken this much of a beating because although he hasn't been awesome this year, he hasn't been as bad as it's getting a shame. benched. It's embarrassing. Thank you, really. Boach. Like, he hasn't... He hasn't earned getting benched for Jared freaking Stidham, and I know Stidham had an awesome game against the Niners last year when he took over for Derek Carr. Similar situation last year where the Raiders were like, we're off of Derek, we're not going to you know, risk the injuries. But man, who's having a worse year this year? Draymond Green or Russell Wilson? Who's just having a bad year in general? And who's having a good year? Shout out, Tires. Steve Kerr having a good year. Whereas we pivot here, Steve Kerr Ooh. talking yesterday with our very own Dan Devone and uh, F.P. Santangelo 
uh, talking. Oh, 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 turn off my phone. Uh, talking about Jonathan Kaminga. And let me start here first, actually, Sam, because you cut this and I appreciate it. He spoke to uh, the media first before he came on with us. And here's what he had to say about the comments involving Jonathan Kaminga, who basically went to Marcus Thompson the second Sam and was like, hey, you know what? It is what it is. I got to vent a little bit. I got to vent a little bit. Um, I, I don't like my role at times. It's frustrating. I would like to close games. It's inconsistent. It's frustrating. I get it. Um, but it is what it is, is basically what he said. And uh, here's Steve Kerr responding. No, I wasn't really offended by the oh, comments. Him, you know, right. I, I think J.K. meant well. I, you know, I think it may have come, come out uh, maybe a little differently than he intended. But it's all good. I mean, we talk every day. He knows when I pull him aside and I show him some, I, I show him exactly what he needs to do to, to do better and, and to get more playing time. So um, the, uh, the comments are what they are. Not a big deal. You know, we, we just move forward. The, the biggest thing for me is, is J.K. just continuing to grow and develop. And uh, he's doing a great job of that this year. I think he's made big strides. Most of the stuff is, is just kind of little detail stuff that, frankly, unless you're watching tape of the game and picking it apart as a basketball nerd, may not recognize. But it's it's what we do as coaches, and, and those are the things that lead to winning and losing. So, you know, we're, we're showing him all this stuff and trying to help him get better, and, and he's working hard. And, and I think he's gotten much better this year. I'm really excited about his growth. So that was Steve Kerr, obviously, yesterday with us here at 95.7 The Game. Uh, and you can find that entire interview. Just search 95.7 The Game, like, subscribe, uh, download the Odyssey app as well. So Steve Kerr basically being like, eh, not offended. What did you make of Steve Kerr talking about that? I think he basically was saying it in a nice way, Sam, of like, yeah, he probably shouldn't have said that, but he did, and his heart's in the right place. But don't do that again. That's basically kind of what I heard from Steve yeah, Kerr I mean, saying we, that. We, we start off kind of asking, you know, did Steve Kerr have a good year or a bad year? And I'll be honest, I, I don't think Steve Kerr had a good year in 2023. Um, I think he had a year that right now, again, he doesn't have a contract for next year right this now. This is Spadani, a legacy which season is, for him. It really is. I mean, it's, I mean, his legacy with the Warriors is more or less set, but I know oh. what you're getting at here. His, his future legacy with the Warriors is... Absolutely uh, uh, up in the air right now uh, at this current time. Uh, but no, Steve Kerr did not have a good year this year, in part because it just he did not have a great uh, situation or I don't know situation. He just he did do a good job with the young players uh, in this last year, and this goes back even to uh, to the beginning of last year, at the end of 2022, the beginning of the 2022-2023 season. Um, basically, for the last year and a half, really. Uh, up until the last few weeks, it's been a massive struggle with Steve Kerr and the younger players. Uh, he has been giving them, I think, a good enough leash. Uh, he's, I think, I don't want to say he's created, but he hasn't really done away with the wedge that I think was building up between the the younger players and the veteran players that began uh, last year when Draymond Green's fist collided with Jordan Poole's face. Um, hate to go Hawaiian there. Um, gotta bring up the so punch. Gotta bring up the punch. So, yeah, this is... This was not a great year for Steve Kerr, and I think that is partly why uh, he does not have a contract for next year. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, like, watching these games right now, I honestly feel like I'm watching a coach who is uh, coaching in a way that he can explain to his next employer why he was doing the things that he was doing. Well, they've been playing well, though. That's They the have been playing well, and this is where I kind of come to the second point here. It's just that I do think this is a sign that maybe Steve Kerr is realizing that I need to start trusting these young players more if I want to stay here. 
Because uh, if he does stay here, those are the guys. Like Jonathan Kaminga is going to be one of the guys he will be coaching here for a long time. You know, Jonathan Kaminga, he was the seven, he was number seven pick in the draft. If you're going that high in the NBA draft, like I always think, like if you're a top ten pick in the NBA draft, I'm basically expecting like all star level performance out of you. Like mm. maybe maybe top five. That's more. That's maybe more top five. That God is such a crapshoot in the NBA. It really is. Know? But like you're the number seven pick. Like Steph Curry was the number seven pick in the draft. Now, I know I'm not trying to compare Kaminga to Steph, but I do think there is an expectation that Jonathan Kaminga, like you, need to be a dude in the next era, great era of Warriors basketball. If the next era of Warriors basketball is going to be great, so what I see here is I see Steve Kerr recognizing that he's got he, he he's he's. He knows about the potential that Jonathan Kaminga has. We've all seen it. I think he's finally starting to let that potential kind of flourish a little bit. Let Jonathan Kaminga kind of feel himself a little bit. Again, like uh, Guru and, and Dumas, uh, Gumas yesterday, they spent four hours talking about this. And a big crux of their conversation. Did he just, opened it up right up? I know, there. right off the bat, they did four really good hours on it. So I was funny. actually really impressed I while love, like listening I love to Guru, them. Real quick, you'll get back yeah. to you. He's just. He talked because there's this little button where you can talk to the control room as you're doing that show. Like, I can talk back there and stuff like that. As Dumas is doing his little rant five minutes in the show, ah, oh, Spadoni, I wanted to start Niners. I was like, really? Because you've sounded pretty hot on Kaminga the whole time, and they did four hours on it. Like, dude, just do with what you're hot. Goo's doing a hell of a job doing the H chair, by the way. Um, and, and Jason Dumas as well. I heard the story of Dumas yesterday, too. He was telling on air. Someone dumped a bucket of water on him. He was just walking down to the street and someone dumped water on him. Not cool, man. So that's why free agents don't want to come here. Yeah. Come um, on. But yeah, no, finishing my point there, it's like the, the big crux of their conversation was like a big, not the whole thing, but a big part of it was, are you okay with coming, even coming out and saying that? Um, a part of me is like, you know what? I think stuff like that, it's always better when it stays in-house. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, you know what? I like that Kaminga's feeling empowered like this. I like that he's feeling confident enough to where he can kind of feel like, you know, I know I can do great stuff with the ball, but I know I got to get my OGs the ball. I feel like he's figuring out his place in Steve Kerr's system. Um, I know, you know after uh, practice the other day, you know, him and uh, Kaminga sat down. They went over a lot of film together. I see this as a situation where Steve Kerr is welcoming in these younger guys into his rotation. Jonathan Kaminga, Brandon Pajemski, Trace Jackson Davis, Moses Moody. He's getting them more involved because he understands he needs to get them involved. He spent so much time last year and so much time at the beginning of this year riding with the veterans because those are his guys. And you're starting to see the shift here. Steve Kerr, I think he's had a, had a bad 2023. He could salvage, though, his, his year with you know the way things have been going these last couple weeks and really set himself up to have... I don't know if a good 2024 is on deck. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what happens there with his contract situation. But he's he's finishing the year on a high note and setting himself up well for a good 2024. Well, he's going to have to do something he's never really been able to do with the Golden State Warriors. He's going to have to develop a lot of young talent and very quickly. And if he can do that, then I do think Joe Lake looks at this saying, like, okay, so you didn't work with Wiseman. Hasn't worked thus far. Maybe it's starting to work with Kaminga. Maybe it's starting to work with Moody, Trace Jackson Davis, Brandon Bajemski. You know what? Now I see the future of this team, and I feel comfortable re-signing Steve Kerr. Maybe that's it. Is, it. is Steve Kerr's tenure with the Golden State Warriors tied to the young guys succeeding? 888-957-9570. Because I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. You know, Clay Thompson, he's a free agent after this year. You're going to get the good. You're going to get a lot of bad. Draymond Green, we'll see. I don't even know if he comes back this year. 
And I can't wait to ask Anthony Slater here in about 30 minutes. Uh, R95.7 The Game Warriors insider Anthony Slater knows all the ins and outs of this team. What's going on with Draymond Green's suspension, uh, Gary Payne the second update, Steve Kerr's comments with Jonathan Kaminga. And if you're just joining us, these were the comments that Jonathan Kaminga made with head coach of the Golden State Warriors. Uh, not with uh, the head coach, but with uh, Marcus Thompson the second, I should say, of The Athletic. This is what he said, quote, Me without the ball, nobody's guarding me. But sometimes I've got to take that away to make sure my OGs get the ball. That's where it's confusing. Sometimes I come out of the game not knowing what I did, and that messes with my head. It's like, what do they want me to do? I can pass, and I can do all different bleep. So that's Jonathan Kaminga, and Steve Kerr talked about it yesterday, played the sound there. But overall, you should be very happy with what you're saying with Jonathan Kaminga. The comments withstanding... I think he has been playing very, very well. The problem is, now that Andrew Wiggins is starting to play very well, Sam, I mean, that might shift things going forward. If Andrew Wiggins all of a sudden turns into a player, which they need him to be, I truly believe that Andrew Wiggins needs to be the team's second-best player if they're still going to win a title. He's played well against Denver. Can he build off that? Because so many times this season, he's had one one or two good games, and then he just falls off the face of the earth. And I get it, he's in a bench role now, so it's easier to do that. Maybe the the, the tension, the uh, expectations have been lessened. But when Wiggins is playing well, it just seems like Kaminga's minutes drop. And I, I think at some point, push has got to come to shove. You just got to stick with the young guys. Even if if Wiggins has a good game now and then, just stick with Jonathan Kaminga, stick with Pajemski, stick with these young guys. And I get it. It's hard because now you have all these different spots to try to fill up there's so many mouths, not enough hands to feed it. Moody, TJD, Pajemski, Kaminga, all these guys. And if Wiggins all of a sudden starts playing well, then it throws a whole monkey wrench into everything. Oh, and it even gets even better from there because uh, reports out of practice yesterday were that uh, Gary Payton II started participating uh, in in certain drills right yes, now. Um, that huh. might be uh, an injury report later on. There's a tease. Oh. Uh, is that the first ever tease for the injury report? Yes. <laughs> um, no one teases that. Know, boxer I, and I have to do it every day, so you know what? We're going to tease it at some point. Um, but then you got that. And then again, at some point this year, I know yesterday we kind of said don't come back. Draymond Green is going to come back at some point this year. So the Warriors, yeah, Steve Kerr, he's going to have some serious rotation decisions to make. That's another thing I kind of want to get into with Anthony, Anthony Slater is, like you said, Spadoni, he's going to have a lot of mouths to feed, a lot of minutes to dole out. There's only so many minutes that you can get out there um, at every position, really, because these young guys, they're they're forcing the, the issue a lot right now in terms of trying to get themselves on the court. Our, our, our boss here, Matt Hegan, he's, he's uh, helping us out with the phones. He had a great question he just kind of posed to me a minute ago. Do you keep rolling with these young guys? Do you keep rolling with, with Moody, with Trace Jackson Davis, Pajemski, Kaminga? Uh, I, I don't know if GP2 really counts as a young guy. I'm no, gonna say he's he, old. Yeah, he's our age, so I'm going to say he's young. Um, do you keep term. running with them, or do you? is the focus you have to go for a championship this year? Or do you think you can somehow get both? Like, What's the decision that you're going to have to make here in this next year if you're Steve Kerr? Well, you already saw what happened last year with the, with the old guys. Them sticking with the old guys, you saw what happened last year. What was it? Second-round exit to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen again. Go with the young guys. Go. I the understand. Lakers. I know. I know. I know it's, it's scary. That's what a lot of fans see right now. They see an unknown with the young guys. But I see a lot of potential there. I see a team that just beat the freaking Boston Celtics. They just beat the best team in the NBA. I know the Nuggets are defending champions. They're in your conference, and it was sloppy from Stephen Co. They just beat the Boston Celtics around on a five-game winning streak with the young guys being a huge part of that. Brandon Pajemski being a huge part of it. Kaminga, uh, hell, TJD the other day. Uh, Moses Moody for uh, through a lot of the season. So 
I say you stick with the young guys. I think Anthony and uh, is it Benicia? I believe Anthony and Benicia has a uh, a take here about the younger guys as well. What's going on, Anthony? You're on the morning road with Spadonia Lubman. Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Good to hear you guys both. Yeah, top of the top, morning, Anthony. Hey, where are we driving around today? Uh, I'm in uh, I'm in Richmond right now, heading to Concord and Antioch. Very nice. All right, mm-hmm. we'll drive safe out there. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so I had two things, but I want to start with. I believe that we have to temper. So Steve Kerr is not having a good year. I agree with you 110%. The reason why I temper my um, my praise for him is because I believe that he's playing the youngsters because he has to, not because he wants to. Like, you have no choice when GP2 was out, CP2, CP3 was out for a couple of games, and then, of course, Draymond Green has been out because of his situation. And so uh, if, if you're watching the games objectively, you can see that with Draymond off the court, it allows the ball to flow better, and it also allows the young guys to get more playing time. And I think that has to happen because I'm not in the camp that you, that you can't win or compete for a championship with the young guys. I believe that you need both. I believe that you need the older guys to buy in to allowing the young guys to flourish, which includes Steve Kerr. And I also believe that you need the the young guys as far as like their energy level, their athleticism, and just you know just their youth. You know, you need both. I think you need a perfect blend. And that obviously in 2023, you know, last year. You know, we kind of fell flat on our faces because Steve Kerr rolled with the, our old guys so much that we had no energy and no lip, and he didn't let any of those guys play. And so I think that right now he's being forced to do it, and I believe that he's had – like, he, so we can't just say, like, okay, he's doing it, right, because, like, Draymond Green is out, so he has to. But I think, you know – like, this is a good thing, and he needs to embrace it because if he doesn't, he won't be the coach here next season because he truly hasn't developed guys, and he also has shown a propensity to kind of favor, you know, certain players. Like, um, Moody should be playing. He really should, but he actually didn't get a lot of playing time against the, the Denver Nuggets, because, you know, for whatever reason that was. And I understand Paz is doing a good job, but he has to do a better job of managing his roster. That's what he gets paid the big bucks to do. And he has to coach without a bias and or a favoritism and just let the best guys be on the court when it's time. So, Thank you, Ed. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can 
can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's Anthony and Benicia right there. And I agree with them. I, I 100% agree that Steve Kerr's future with this team is tied to the young guy's success. Because if he reverts back to you know just going with the, the, the veterans again, I just think that's a recipe for disaster. I do, and I understand. It comes back to familiarity, Sam. Like, fans know what they know. They know it's Steph. They know it's Clay, They know it's Draymond. They know that they've won titles with those guys. But you got to change. Even the Spurs had to change. Kawhi Leonard had to be the lead horse. And I'm, just, I'm not saying Kaminga is Kawhi or anything like that. But maybe we could be a Kawhi by committee, if you will. Maybe I mean, someone has to step com- up and be well, the next It doesn't dude. have to be one guy, I'm saying. Yeah. It could be a combination of players. Like, I that think they, they do that. need at least Kaminga, one guy to rise Pajemski. up the top, though. Well, top to what? Like, I'm not saying like a Wait, Hall someone of Famer. Has, so, well, I mean, I mean, if you want to be a dominant team in the NBA, you need to have that that dude, that centerpiece, that Hall of Fame caliber player. They have so, Stephen Curry. Well, yeah, Who's I mean, for dude? how much longer, though? I mean, you got. I mean, again, I'm I mean, not. He's fine. I, it's, I guess this is why. That's why I got another two, three years at minimum left of being an elite level player. Um, so yeah, I guess yeah, for, for the short term, yeah. But at some point, one of those guys, long term, has have to rise up to be the guy. Well, it was Wiggins, or the Warriors guy have to find someone else elsewhere to do that. It was that. Wiggins last time. So it, can Wiggins do that again? That's the thing. I, I, I just I don't see it happening with Andrew Wiggins again. I know he's playing well now, and again, we'll ask Anthony Slater here in about uh, 20 or so minutes. I mean, is Wiggins going to come back? Because this is the thing that happened last year, Sam. The young guys started to play well in the absence of Wiggins when he was gone for his two-month hiatus, whatever it was. And then Gary Payton II, when they made the trade, he was still uh, rehabbing from that abdominal injury, the surgery, whatever he had. And so you had Kaminga getting minutes. Moody get more minutes. And these guys were playing well. And then what happened? Then in the playoffs, they come back. Wiggins comes back. Uh-huh. They get pushed to the side. And you could have used him. I mean, Kaminga, you could have used that guy going uh-huh. to that Lakers series. You could have used him. I know you beat the Kings. could have used his size and athleticism. So that's the thing. They're at risk of, you know, the young guy's development again is if these guys come back, if Draymond serves his time, and then you get pushed to the side. I just And then we wonder why there's there's a wedge that's developing there and why there's you know frustration like, with these young guys with with Steve Kerr yes. there. Uh, it's just Yeah, I think if you're right now, I guess let's, let's I want to take a step back. If if you look at it from from Joe Lacob's eyes, if you're Joe Lacob, do you think you're you're happy with Steve Kerr right now? Uh as of late I am because a lot of the young guys are playing well. Like because Joe Lacob's not in it just for now. Joe Lacob's the owner. He doesn't. He's he's looking at it. Yeah, he's uh, looking two or three years. Light but he's years also ahead. looking. Yeah, correct. There you go. There's Joey a reason Lighters. why you call Joey Light. Yes, he's yeah. looking five, ten years down the road. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm getting older too, so I, I want to see this team. I, I'm trying to be uh, who is he comparing? So, Dr. Jerry Buss. I'm, I'm not trying to just have one iteration of the Showtime Lakers. I'm trying to have the Shaq and Kobe years after that too. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get last. I'm trying to find the next answer, the next Stephen Curry. And there's only one Steph. I understand that. There's only one Michael Jordan. There's only one Kobe. There's only one Stephen Curry. I get that. But I'm also trying to find the future of this team. And right now, Jonathan Kaminga, he's my best shot. Brandon Pajemski, these are my best shot. And if 
these are the guys that are going to be here around. I need to start seeing them play. I can't go all in on the past anymore. you got to start looking at mm-hmm. the future. That's why this whole Draymond Green thing is fascinating to me, Sam. When and if he comes back, how is it going to change? It really, because it's just... Is it, it, it going to be the... inserted back slowly? Is it going to be right back in the starting lineup? There's so many egos at play here. This really is the most challenging coaching job, I think, right now in the NBA, is what Steve Kerr has to deal with this season. Absolutely. It's not even yeah. close to me because of all the young guys that have been playing well, forcing his hand for some of these old guys, let's be honest, have not been consistent at all. Hell, even Stephen Curry. I missed a three-pointer the other day. Stinks. Yeah, we went over from the three point arc the other day. Yeah, it's um, yeah, the Draymond piece of the puzzle is the most confounding to me, uh, because obviously it's we know how good he can be on the court, we know how detrimental he can be on the court, we know how detrimental he can be off the court, and we know how useful he can be off the court. Again, it's. Joe Lacob, obviously, he calls all the shots here. Uh, he's going to have the biggest eye on Steve Kerr the rest of the year. And how Steve Kerr handles Draymond Green is obviously going to be a, a big part of whether or not Kerr comes back or not next year. Here's the like, if, if you're Joe Lacob and you're, evaluating, and you're evaluating Steve Kerr's performance, if you see Steve Kerr committing to the youth development and that's providing results... Like, that's pretty straightforward. That's a good thing. If you see Steve Kerr maybe go back to the veterans and things get kind of herky-jerky there, that's pretty straightforward on what you do there. But with Draymond Green, though, I really don't think it's as straightforward because I don't know if it's really the best move to reintegrate him into the rotation and if it's better just to kind of start positioning yourself to move off of him. Maybe it's at the trade deadline. That's unlikely. Maybe it's in the offseason. That will be more likely if they do decide to move him. But if you're going off of what Joe Lacob wants, Joe Lacob, obviously, he wants to know this team's going to be good long-term. That's why he wants to see the young guys get better. But Joe Lacob also likes Draymond Green. Remember, Spinoni, when, uh, when Joe Lacob came in here uh, in studio and chatted with Bonte and Shasky, he mentioned how, you know, Draymond Green showed up to his place to try and get that contract done. We know that Draymond Green and Joe Lacob have had a good relationship. In, uh, in, in Mike Dunleavy's introductory press conference, Joe Lacob got up and said, hey, Draymond Green, he knows what he needs to do. He's the guy we believe in. Joe Lacob absolutely believes in Draymond Green. So if Joe Lacob does wants still, Draymond Green does along... Does he still believe in him, though? Has his act question. gotten to a point where it's like even Joe Lacob, listen, I love you, Draymond, but you know what? Once the vibes are so much better right now with you gone. You know, maybe it's best for everyone if we ship you out in the offseason and you get a fresh start elsewhere because I think we're going to go in another direction. I'm not saying he's going to do that, but I'm saying that has to be floating through his mind right now just seeing the play of these guys. Now, it could all go flat on theirs. They're 15-15 and 15 right now. This is kind of like the the... The the uh, what's the breaking point, if you will? This is the it could go one way or the other right now. And they're at a they're fork in the road. Here. They're at a fork in the road. Are they going to go with the young guys, or are they going to start? You know, GP two if he comes back, are they going to start going back to the old ways? Yeah. If See, you're the coach, what do you do here? You know, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Put yourself in Steve Kerr's shoes right now. You're you're at this fork in the road. What do you do? What are you going to do? Are you going to keep riding with these young guys no matter what, and see if that like? Or maybe what's another way to put it? What's the most likely way that Steve Kerr gets a contract for next year? Is it by committing to these young guys no matter what? Like, let's say they, he commits to the young guys. Let's say they, they're the, they make the play in, or maybe they get in as a sixth seed. And it's another you know first or second round exit. But you see legitimate growth from the young players. Does that get him a new contract for next year? Or does it go? Does he get that contract by figuring things out with the veterans again, and maybe they have a deep playoff run that way. Like, great what is the best way for Steve Kerr to get a contract extension for beyond this year? 
Or is that a situation where maybe Kurtz sees the writing on the wall as well and he's just playing out the string right now? It's interesting, too. Now, Bob Myers is obviously gone. Bob saw all this a mile away, and he's like, you know what? I'm not messing with any of that. I'm going to go hang out with Mike Wilbon. Stephen yeah. See, exactly. Nick Sirianni. He said, see ya. I'm not dealing with any of this. Because Bob understands. He's an emotional guy. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's not a shot or anything. Bob, he's very... He is tied with the Stephs. He's tied with the Clays. He's tied with all these guys. And we're going to be tied with Jack in Oakland, who wants to join in on this conversation. Jack, you're on 95 Cent the Game of Spadoni and Loving. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? Y'all sound good. Hey, Thank check you, this you. out, man. I was, I was disgusted with Steve Kerr in the Denver game, man. Uh, Kaminga was playing very well. He didn't get any run in the second half. And I think that is why they lost the game. They did not give Kaminga any run in the fourth quarter, hardly. Um, I honestly think Moody needs to get more time. Uh, it's going to be funny with Draymond coming back, but, you know, I think you got to kind of roll him into the fold. Uh, but Kaminga and Moody are the future. Pods, throw Pods in there, too. We have a very strong young core. We need to get them out there. We need to get them playing. And like you guys were saying earlier, they are going to infuse the energy to get this team over the hump because last year they did look like they had ran out of juice against the Lakers, and they just couldn't hang with uh, the demigod LeBron James or whatever you want to call him. But, yeah, they ran out of juice. And the young players are, are hungry. They want to play. Play these guys. That's all I got. Appreciate you. That's Jack in Oakland. 888-957-9570. Is the youth movement on? Should they just stick with it regardless of if Draymond Green, Gary Payton the second, all these guys coming back? Pajemski, Kaminga, Moody. Hell, TJD. You want to toss him in there too? Uh, Sam brought it up yesterday. Can we see more TJD instead of Looney going forward? Because Kavon, God bless him, he's looking old. I know, been, the, I know the age isn't there for Kavon. He's still relatively young age-wise. There's so much wear and tear on that body. A lot of miles, a lot of injuries. The hip injury he came in with out of UCLA, the neuropathy. There's been a lot. And, and, and God love Kavon Looney. The guy's been a baller. You're talking about he's having the, the best low key all like He's a low-key all-time warrior when you think about no, it. No, Absolutely. Um, and he should get the love and respect he deserves. But yeah, at the same time, he may not be time, a statue guy, but he's a he's a guy that when when there's gonna be Kavon Looney nights in the future after he's done with the Warriors, like he is a guy who should absolutely be remembered. Maybe not at the level that Steph Clay and Draymond are remembered. Maybe not the level well, that KD is. I remember remembered, him as but, one of the best, if not the best, teammate because of what he does. Well, he's an team. integral part of all of, of three e- of those championships. The ego as well. There is none. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Kevon Looney, there is no he was ego just solid at all too. with that guy. All those playoff runs, mm-hmm. he was a very solid contributor. You could always depend on him. I mean, what he started like what every single game that he's ever played with with the Warriors. Oh, or something, I think something of him close like as that. a massive in those Houston Rockets series. Oh but yeah, look, his ability to switch on to people has just been so invaluable. But you know what? It comes a point in time where you got to make a change. Maybe Trace Jackson Davis. Maybe this is the time to make that change. Uh, here's Steve Kerr talking yesterday with our own uh, Dan Devone and FP Santangelo talking about why he believes the vibe has flipped over with this team. Well, I think, uh, you know, we, we did change the starting lineup, which I think changed the vibe a little bit. We struggled for the first 20 games. We just couldn't find any momentum, and it just felt like the right time to make a, a lineup shift. And that, that shift coincided with Draymond's suspension, and it, I think maybe we had a little bit of clarity at least, you know, whereas the first weeks of the season, everything just seemed jumbled. Like, we just couldn't find any any momentum. And when Draymond went out and, and we made the, the shift, it sort of gave us a little chance 
chance to you know kind of say, all right, let's let's see what we've got here with this lineup, and and we'll go from here. And and the guys have settled in pretty nicely, and we're on a decent stretch now. They are on a decent stretch. They're on a five-game winning streak prior to taking the L on Christmas Day. And uh, the Warriors will be back in action tonight against the Miami Heat starting at 7 o'clock again right here on 95.7 The Game. Warriors live with Mark Grandy at 6. Uh, let's go to Mike, who's out in Daly City, wants to join in on the conversation. What's going on, Mike? You're on the uh, Morning Grosses. Hey, guys, how doing? Great. Hey, Happy New Year to you guys coming up soon. Um, just want to say, if Moody, and especially Kaminga, doesn't get a more defined role, I can see them asking for a trade by the end of the season, especially Kaminga, because remember last season, Kaminga was doing really well until Wiggins came back. That took all his minutes. And then this year, with Draymond gone and Wiggins gone, Kaminga's getting a little bit more of a role. But when Draymond and GP2 comes back, there goes Kaminga's and Moody's minutes, because I think he, Kerr trusts Pajinski more than those two. So that's what I'm looking at. I can see them asking for a trade, especially with a big beta coming out. It's what, the 2021 draft after three, four years? They get their next payday. I can see them wanting to go to another team to get, you know, show their skills. It's interesting, Mike. Thanks for the call. 888-957-9570. The, uh, the fork in the road is coming ahead for the Golden State Warriors as it pertains to the young guys and the old guys. Can Steve Kerr find the right solutions, the right, uh, you know, the mesh, if you will, of the old and the young? To keep his job, to keep it going forward? Is he even, play, is he even coaching for his job at this point? I think he is. And I think it's tied to the young guys' success and development. But if he goes in the old guys' direction again, Sam, I think his days will be numbered here. Maybe he moves on. And maybe, you know what, he goes down with the ship. You know what, maybe at the end of the day, he's like, you know what, Draymond, Steph, Clay, GP2, all these guys, Wiggins, I won a title with them, and we're going to lose a title with them potentially if, if that's the end uh, of the run there, but I just think the way they've been playing, how could you say that? Yeah, I kind of want to. How could you say that? Because they, they've been so damn good with these young guys. It's like the writing's on the wall there. Mm-hmm. Stick with it. Yeah, I agree. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah, I want to focus on kind of like what he said by about how he thinks that the, the, the caller, he's, he thinks that uh, Kaminga could want a trade if he doesn't feel like he's in a good spot. Well, he asked I, for maybe, one last kind of offseason. It, it, it could get to that point, but here's the thing. Obviously, Andrew Wiggins in his future is a big part of that. Um, it feels like the Wiggins could very well be on the, very much be on the trading block. And so it's part of it you could be is do you, you move Andrew Wiggins because you want to open things up for Jonathan Kaminga. Okay, you could do that. But it also depends on what you get back for Andrew Wiggins, too. Um, I've heard some Pascal Siakam uh, rumors popping up here and there. Is it is as simple as, you know, a, a Wiggins for Siakam trade or a package that starts with that? So if you do that, though, that might not open things up for, for Jonathan Kaminga. We got Anthony Slater coming up here in a little bit, uh, but he joined Bonte and I last week, and uh, we asked him about a potential, you know, what Wiggins could be, a potential Wiggins trade situation, and uh, this is what Slates had to offer there. I think Mike Dunleavy uh, is hoping and believing that this roster will prove enough to him that like they want to make like a more of an aggressive win-now move. Uh, I do think Wiggins' contract, you know, even though, like you said, there's still there's still like a long term aspect to it. It's still one of the more tradable con- mm-hmm. contracts considering age and position, right? Three and D wing, three theoretically. I mean, two years ago he was one of the best three and D wings in basketball. 
Um, and, and what is it like? It's like 24, 25 ish million mm-hmm. this year. Like that's, I mean, it's, it's a lot to, to in the average human, but in the, in the NBA, like that's fine for like a starting small forward. Um, so yeah, I mean, you could probably utilize him potentially to go, to go get, uh, different missing pieces that you feel right. like you might have. So, yeah, there's a lot of tradability with Wiggins there, and uh, Slater said later on in that interview that, you know, guys like Andrew Wiggins, wings like that, those athletic wings, you, you can never really have too many of them as well. So that makes him, I think, even more tradable because he is a commodity that could bloom with another team elsewhere. But again, at the same time, he's there's still some value to the Warriors there. So I just, I don't know if maybe moving Andrew Wiggins really does open the door for Jonathan Kaminga in the way that maybe we might think. But it really would depend on, on what they get back. And again, maybe that's, that's something we can follow up with Slater uh, yeah. in about uh, 13-ish minutes when I'll, we get him on. I'll say this, Sam. Like, just looking at this overall stats this year, and I know he had a good game on Christmas, so it's fresh in our minds. But 12 points, 4 boards, 1 assist, 42% from the field. Like, if I'm another team, I, I, great, you have a, a nice, friendly contract. But if that's the production I'm getting, I'm basically getting a worse version of the Minnesota Timberwolves. In which case, you better be giving me or attaching a Moses Moody or a Jonathan Kaminga to that, and then I'll give you something. Yeah. So that's the only way that happens for me. I understand he had success here recently with your organization, but for the most part, it's been Minnesota Timberwolves wigs, which was eh, and then this version of him the last, you know, what, a couple months here where it's just bad. So I, I just, yeah. I don't understand um, where the, the level of interest around the league would be outside of that contract, yeah, which again, but... you would have to attach some young talent there. And maybe, and maybe this is it. Maybe it's a Moody or Kaminga is getting attached here no matter what. There's just you know, not enough open spots. They love Gary Payton the second. They have the contract there. Or maybe you tie in Gary Payton the second. Maybe you say, you know what? To hell with that. We're gonna tie in Gary Payton the second with Andrew Wiggins. Honestly, I wouldn't even off. be mad at that. Right? Just I wouldn't like I, I loved having GP two on this team. The defense is there, but you know what? Like I maybe, maybe I'm crazy to say this, but I mean, is it possible that like a Kaminga could still provide similar production that, that, that Gary Payton the second provides? Well, I mean, at least on the offensive been, end, it's more. Well, a little bit more on the offensive end, but I mean, he's been very good on the defensive end as well. Like him and TJD have been probably some of their best uh, paint protectors uh, since Draymond went down. I mean, it's it's crazy to think that Draymond Green's suspension might have been the best thing for the Warriors this year. First off, because of just how it's awakened Jonathan Kaminga to a point to where. Yeah, you're feeling confident you can move off of Andrew Wiggins, and then here I am throwing crazy takes out like maybe they could move off of Gary Payton the second and just go with Jonathan Kaminga. I mean, it just, if they're trying to you know clear space to keep Kaminga on the floor and keep these young players on the floor. That's the thing is it, it just speaks to how well these young guys have been playing going forward. And again, it gets back to the pressure that is on Steve Kerr and hell and Mike Dunleavy, right? Like we talked about Bob Myers moving on. Now Mike Dunleavy, he has some very difficult decisions to make in this coming month. And we'll ask Anthony Slater here, you know, in a few minutes, you know, what's going to happen? You got Chris Paul there. That's another contract you want to maybe potentially attach there because how does Chris Paul fit into this picture going forward? Doesn't really fit. I mean, he's one of the old guys. I mean, he's, he's I been don't know. playing well. The way he's been working, no, I, I'm going to push back on that. The way he's been working with the young guys, I do think it's been incredibly no, valuable. that's been a fit. I'm saying just uh, going into the playoffs and stuff like that. Well, that's like true. Maybe I mean, you want to try to flip him for something at this point. Someone who will actually be healthy in the playoffs. Correct. Well, correct. That is true. I'll just say this in terms of just who might be out there and, and, and what kind of availability, what kind of interest there might be. To, uh, to quote the great uh, basketball philosopher Bonte Hill, oh. there's always a sucker. 
There's always someone out there who's willing to take these dumb deals. It's the NBA. Pawn them off on some going nowhere franchise like the Magic or the Pistons. Magic or, are good. That's true. Actually, the Magic are good. Pistons I'm not are not used, good. I'm not yes. used to the Magic <laughs> being good, actually. Yes, Magic um, are very good. But no, there's, there's always some team out there who will make this stupid trade that will take these guys on and... You know, maybe if you're Mike Dunleavy, you just got to convince the other team that Andrew Wiggins is a COS guy. You know, change the scenery, put him in a different spot. Where again, it's just maybe it's just the, the the magic here with Wiggins and the Warriors just ran out. Maybe whatever happened last year with the the absence and why that was. I know you said it was something about you know. And illness with his father. I don't want to get too into it because we know what happens when you try to get an explanation out of that. But something clearly shifted with Wiggins' relationship with this team in a way that it's just it's just not meshing with him anymore. Now it's either it's gonna be on him to find within himself to either figure that relationship out, or it's like, you know what, dude, you're gonna go figure out your relationship with another team. It's 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 that simple at this point. And here's Steve Kerr speaking with the media after practice yesterday in regards to uh the coaching that goes on between the games to help the young guys. Yeah, more with the young players for sure. And so, you know, a, a day like today, we had yesterday off. So a day like today, I show him those reasons. I show him the plays that we need him to improve upon and do something different. And so he's still a young player with very little experience, you know, as foundationally. And so there's a, a lot of plays that, you know, you just have to show him where the cut is, where the box out is, where the, the, the right position to be in is, because all these things matter when it comes down to a one possession game like most of our games are. And so you show them, show them on film and you move on to the next day. And he's done a great job of really embracing coaching and, um, and we're going to continue to coach him and, and help him you know, be in the right spots and make the right plays. That in regards to uh, our guy, Jonathan Kaminga, and our guy, Anthony Slater, coming up here after the injury report. It's time for the injury report. By Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. All right, as I pull up my reads over here, there it is the injury report. Could the Warriors be getting back Gary Payton II? Well, GP2 did practice with the team yesterday, per ESPN's Kendra Andrews. Payton II has been out since straining his right calf against the Kings on November 28th. Yesterday's practice did not involve a scrimmage, but did see GP2 participate in some half-court work. Warriors head coach Steve Kerr was not able to provide any clear status for GP2 for tonight's game against the Miami Heat. Tip-off for that at 7 o'clock right here on 95-7 game. And the injury report was brought to you by Boxer Anderson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. What's coming up on the game is sponsored by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. Anthony Slater on 95.7 The Game. Kind of like a mashed potatoes guy. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.